Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thanks for tuning in to Life Point. And you know, this week is Marriage Week, and I'm talking to Pastor Gary Moore, who is the uh, he teaches marriage and he has a show on on Fridays called Life Point Plus that deals with relationships. And today we're going to talk about some other things, and we're going to talk about some more things tomorrow and the next day. So I hope you tune in. But we really want to know, Pastor Gary, you know, it's so important to know what God's design is for marriage. And I think you got some uh, interesting facts and things you can share about that. So let's maybe chat about that for a moment today. Yeah, God is the author. It's, marriage is God's plan. That's part of his whole design. And it is very interesting when we go and look in the book of Genesis and we read the creation story. In the creation story, God makes all the animals out of the dirt. And he also makes Adam from the dirt. Later on in Genesis 2, God says, well, this isn't really perfect because Adam needs a helper. Adam wasn't smart enough to know he needed help, (laughs) but God told Adam he needed a helper. But when God made Eve, he didn't make her out of the dirt. I call it dirt design was what was used by God. But if the only reason he would have created Eve was for procreation so that they could have children, the dirt design would have been adequate because that was working perfectly for the rest of creation. But when it came to Eve, dirt design wasn't adequate. So he made Eve from Adam's rib so that Adam could say, she is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She was created for more than just procreation. She was created in a way so that Adam and Eve could have a relationship that no other part of creation could have. No other part of creation could say, this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And so they were created to interrelate with each other in a way that no other part of creation could. That's part of God's design. And he made them male and female. Male and female is God's design. It also says in Genesis that they were naked and unashamed. Well, we know that had to do with clothing because God makes them some clothing in chapter 3. But I also believe that it had to do with that Adam and Eve, before the fall, had a relationship that was such that they could be completely naked and unafraid or unashamed emotionally with each other. They could... Adam never had a time when Eve said something that he said, I wonder what she meant by that. (laughs) What's she trying to say to me? Uh, That didn't happen because everything was perfect. And so they had the perfect communion, perfect communication between each other. And it's just, that was just perfect. And it says the famous chapter of leave and the famous verses of leave and cleave You know, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. That's a very interesting verse because it says a man will leave. It doesn't say an adolescent, doesn't say a teenager. In other words, we parents have an obligation to raise our children up 
to a level that they can leave healthily because if they don't leave well, they won't cleave well. Right. And that we have an obligation there. And so this whole Genesis thing, they were just, it was, everything was perfect except Adam didn't know he needed help. Yeah. (laughs) And then God made him helper. He made Eve. And then the first thing that happens when sin happens and comes into the world is they become immediately very selfish people. And this, now, their ability to communicate is gone. Now it's, well, it was you, it was your fault. The serpent, Eve said it was the serpent's fault. Adam said it was Eve's fault. And Adam even blamed God because he said, it's the woman you gave me. And they were put at each other's odds. And then the curse that was put on them where Adam would be cursed in working the ground Eve would be cursed in childbirth, the pain of childbirth, and then that also that she would want to compete with her husband for who was going to be head of the house. Is, is it significant that, uh, that Eve was the one that uh, followed Satan's temptation and drug Adam in? Or is there a tie-in with that? I don't know. I don't know that there is, but Adam was there all along because when right. Eve— when, when Eve succumbed to the serpent, she didn't turn to say, Adam, come here. Come here, you have a bite. He was right there. She said she turned and gave him a bite. He took a bite. He was right there with her. He witnessed so what he was going witnessed, on. Okay. He witnessed exactly what was going on, and he didn't stop it. So he was as guilty as she was. He was as guilty as she was. He was right there with her. If you read the story... I mean, he's standing right there with her. She didn't have to yell or go look for him so she could give him a bite or tell him what happened. He was there. So every time the woman has a baby, she needs to blame Eve for, <laughs> all, the, so. for all the pain. For all the pain, to, yeah. You know, because they tell me it's painful. I mean, I wouldn't know, I, I except I did watch my wife uh, go through childbirth. But uh, Yeah, it's uh, there's just so much in what God set things up to do. When... When we don't, anything that God sets up, he sets up the rules for. And as you know from being through life as much as we have, Tom, that when you follow his rules for the things that he's designed, it really works. Yes. And it works well. When you don't follow the rules, it doesn't work. So it was started the downfall of man. Started the downfall of man right there and... It's, we've been that way. Then you had all those years, all those things going on, all those marriages, all those relationships, and then then we get to the Noah stage, and of course, uh, all of a sudden, uh, all these people are, are living horribly, Yeah. and God says, you know, enough's enough. Isn't that what he says in our lives sometimes, even in, uh, in marriages today, you know, he says, you guys... Get it together. Enough's enough. I think it's one way, one reason why you do marriage seminars and you have marriage classes and and things is because trying to teach people the well, importance of part of the problem with marriage is is that we've not been taught how to do it. In fact, I shared a quote last Sunday. I brought it with me because I want to read it because this is classic. Even though marriage is one of the most significant choices you will make in life. It's the only one you're given a license to do before you've actually learned how to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you don't think about that. We have yeah. not been taught how to do relationships. Mm-hmm. We've bought into the society norm, and we just assume that everything's going to happen okay. But nobody's taught us how to do it. It's not that we wouldn't do what needs to be done. 
we don't know what to do. And so we follow uh, people's example in the world that don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. And so we follow right in the footsteps of them. And and then we're down the same path. The next thing you know, that's why there's, you know, like you said, 35 to 50 percent. We don't know what the figure is exactly. I've heard even up to 52 percent of people nowadays getting divorced because they have no understanding. No, you don't have understanding. That's why my big thing is mutual understanding. Uh, People say, well, you know, communication is the key to your marriage. I say, no, it's not really that mutual understanding is the key. Because if you don't have mutual understanding, you won't have any communication. Because when we don't have any mutual understanding, what happens is when my wife does something that I don't understand why she's doing it, then I make an assumption as to why she's doing it. And when I make an assumption, I always assign motive as to why she's doing it. And I'm usually wrong. And so we have an impasse then because I don't have this understanding. And I do a lot of work with couples in helping them build this mutual understanding. Because we all experience in life, and we especially experience in relationships, we'll have a time when what we experience doesn't match what we expect. Right. And so when that happens, then what do we do? Uh, We can blame circumstances or whatever, but usually what happens is we just react and we don't understand that we actually have a choice at that time. And that choice is either believe the best or assume the worst. And it's the same choice every time. Well, the more understanding I have of my spouse, the more mutual understanding we have between us, when she does something that doesn't fit my understanding of what she's like, because I understand so much about her, I can believe the best because that's kind of like a Mm one-off. But we have that option all the time. Believe the best or assume the worst. And it's always our choice. And so many times, so many times people assume the worst. Yep. So many times they put their marriage at risk because they have uh, no trust or no faith and they just, they, they haven't talked it out. I mean, communication is big because if you can't talk. I mean, you even gave some examples recently at church about on Sunday nights, you know, getting together and yeah. saying, hey. Talk about your week. Talk about what's going on. And I've told that in premarital counseling to people, too. Set a time aside. Nobody does it. Set a time aside where you turn off the TV, you sit, and you discuss what's going on in your lives. Most couples don't really talk about their relationships. They talk about what's going on with the kids, what's going on at work, something like that. And they'll they'll think, well, we talk. No, those are business transactions. They have nothing to do with your relationship, really. Those are business transactions. And so there are other other ways that you need to talk. And we'll, we can talk about that tomorrow because okay. there's some real, Good. there's some real, I have some little soapboxes about that that I think are very, very important for people. Well, I think we'll start off with that tomorrow, Gary. Sounds and, good. And uh, get rolling. So folks, again, uh, talking to Pastor Gary Moore. And uh, if you ever want to uh, check out his show. It's on Friday uh, mornings, LifePoint Plus at 845. It's a great show, and uh, he has so much material. If you ever need anything, please feel free to get a hold of Pastor Gary because he certainly uh, has the gift to share with couples. And Gary, thanks for joining me again today. Good to be with you, Tom. Lord bless you, folks. Go out and make a difference. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast, 
or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.